How's it going? I'm Marcus. I'm Rami. And this is the podcast where we try and figure out what this podcast is about. And what Marcus's accent actually is. And what we're doing uh, with our lives. Also. And in this episode, we talk about Wall Street bets and stock splits. And Apple. There's a lot of Apple chat. Not that we're fanboys. You fan did boy. pull in a lot of Apple oh, in this episode. Yeah, we talked a lot about Apple. Good, good Apple chat, though. Corporation yeah. X, as they'll hence be known. From this day forward. Oh, no. I'm going to get the Apple fanboys against me. I'm going to get the mob. The mob. You're not an Apple fanboy, which is interesting. I'm not, yeah. not an Apple fanboy. I'm just not an Apple yeah. fanboy. Like, that's right. That's two, they're two different things in my mind. I don't hate I'm on being... Apple. I'm just not I'm not doing 12 iPad YouTubes a week. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How's it going, lad? Really well. I've just been engrossed in this video. Yeah, what what is it? Yeah, I saw you sent me something. Some it's from 2019. Some guy who became known as the Sky King, basically a dude, slight nutter, ground crew. The guy for, who uh, he uh, he stole the airplane and crashed it into the island. Stole the plane, did a barrel roll, did loop de loops. Yeah, then, yeah. I saw then it. then crashed it into the island. Yes. Yeah. You missed but, that one the first time around. This is this this is doing I, your. I feel like I, compl- up in your I completely feet. missed. I don't know. There's a whole like tribute to him. I feel like I completely uh, missed it the first time around. And and the videos now have yeah they have all the audio and what he said. And he's yeah, just oh, like <laughs> doing loops around Rainier. He's like I'm just, just gonna. Love- and they're like trying to talk to him. And they're like okay, you had fun, good job. And he's like you know like do you want to take you want to come back down now? And he's like no, I think this this is a this is going one way. I remember the audio on the intercom, right? Pretty much. He's like, no, no, I'm not going to land. I'll. No, like, I really wasn't good. expecting to be able to take this thing off. You know, like is it? Is, is you remember, like, I don't know if you've listened to the exactly. Audio, yeah, but the whole thing exactly yeah. right. Exactly. It's like, oh, is it? Like, do you know how to play? He's like, yeah, I played some video yeah. games. Yeah, I did flight simulator. Literally, he's like, I played I'm video try games. And, and he's like, I really wasn't expecting to be able to roll this thing. Like, yeah. he's like, anyway, yeah. yeah. Like, do you reckon but, this yeah, can do a barrel roll? He crashed it on purpose in the end, right? He, he, drew, he flew much. into an island. Yeah, very much, very much. It's like this fuel is running down very quick, but yeah, very much nose down. He's yeah. like, I reckon I'll do a barrel roll and then uh, put the nose down and call it a night. It's yeah. like really chilling, super yeah. cool. So, and look, well, if I it had been cool, yeah. anyone else and with another accent and with a different attitude, he would have been shot down by the two F-15s following him. But well, he was he over was, houses. The reason he wasn't shot down was he was over residential areas, so he, they couldn't shoot him down. Well, he was over the Puget Sound for most of it, right? He was over water and Olympics, and it was it was, was, like, was right on the yeah. coast, from what I yeah. from what I gather. I don't know, I don't know where yeah. it was, but wasn't it yeah. in Canada? No, no, Seattle. Seattle he flew that's out of right. Seattle. He was yeah. up north. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. He went around Mount Rainier, and then he goes yeah. across the Olympics, like literally just <laughs> just hangs out. Yeah, it's 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 good scenery. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just, I wonder video. how that ended up in your feed today. I wonder what you what what series of things you clicked for them to for someone. To YouTube some, no, that. no, no. It was a it was a Twitter thread. Someone goes, ah. just remembering casually 2019 where this dude stole a plane. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then it was everyone was just like posting back that he's a video and he's a thing and he's yeah. a tribute and he's the shirt. Yeah. It'll fly it like he stole it. I don't know. It was amazing. And it got me thinking. <laughs> yeah. If you if, if you want to fly, don't you? Do you want to fly? No. You don't want to fly. No, it's the only one I like. I like all those risk-taking things. I like, yeah, except flying. It's not even about risk-taking. It's just the the experience of flying, isn't it? And I'm, you, you know, you've like done the, you've got flying lessons, don't you? Carol's like, bought yeah, you some, didn't she? Yeah, I've done flying. I've had a few a few tips, a few lessons. You've done them. I just oh, you've love, done lessons. Yeah, 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 ah. yeah. I love I love the flying thing. I, in fairness, actually yeah. flying. Maybe it's the type of plane. It's not quite the same feeling as you imagine it would be. Huh. It's a lot more mechanical and a lot more. 
kind of yeah. stable in some sense and a lot less stable in other senses like it's very really? bumpy and oh yeah 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 it feels like you're in a you're in a balloon in some senses right it's a lot less oh, really? accurate yeah the front of the plane because you're in small this. planes you're in Cessnas and stuff probably yeah, yeah, by yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in a beach in a Cessna but uh-huh. just the the I all you know of all of the things I always wanted to fly fly is just the freedom yeah. and the space and the distance and the views I get it. lots of people I don't know I just don't feel like it's too definitely not helicopters anyway right are, you, are we talking risk? Is this a risk? Oh, man. You, you yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the reason. I mean, the risk. De- oh, you, the motorbikes are fine, but uh, they're, they're well, safe. Well, motorbikes are no not more. fine, but you're not going to fall out of the air, are you? You're not going to fall hundreds of feet. Are we, we going to do the stats on motorbike injuries and or deaths versus flying? We could. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm talking about, I think there's domestic flying, but like, Non-commercial flying, like yeah, people yeah, yeah. flying their Small jets, people. are much more yeah. likely to be an accident. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd love to see those stats. I can motorbikes. I don't are. know. I, I'm saying I think that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My I'll, impression I'll... is you're more likely to be in a in a aviation accident if you are a small plane. Oh, compared to a large commercial, well-funded. Yeah, like as we know, f- yeah, probably. Yeah. No, but yeah, we know, yeah. like an Airbus, they crash sometimes and it's terrible, but it's um, a lot less likely than someone. A lot less likely than someone in a Cessna. Yeah, totally agree. But that's not the comparison. The comparison is that versus a motorbike. It's not though. The comparison is something I I drive a motorbike myself yeah. versus I fly a plane myself is the comparison. Yeah. yeah. And I think flying a plane myself is is just risky. Yeah. So I reckon that's less risky statistically yeah. than a motorbike because a motorbike i mean you're in no control of whatever else is doing around you as you that's really right. well know that's right we're not going down that path I no i know path I mean, it's fine it's done. fine i mean i'm aware of i know motorbikes i'm not naive about motorbikes like i've crashed a few of them i know it there happens. You go. exactly there you go there you go <laughs> yeah yeah uh anyway just hitting the ground running amazing yeah. I just, I, how good would it be oh, i don't know it gets me thinking maybe it's time Get flying. Would you again. do it? That could be your thing, right? Aren't you, you're looking for like your thing, right? I, I don't want you to be. <laughs> I don't think it will be. The, I don't. I don't think it's a thing because yeah, it's a lot of time and it becomes a very consuming thing. It's expensive and, too, right? Yeah, it's, it's, a a, bit expen- it's, like, it's a bit expensive relative to setting up your office. No, it's cheap. But like, no, it's, come uh, on. It's, How much is flying lessons? How much? Like 150 bucks, 200 bucks for a lesson, a pop. Yeah, yeah. Like including yeah. fuel and hire and blah blah blah. Maybe it's like a little bit more now. Yeah. 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 It's expensive, isn't it? I mean, it's it is. The number on. of hours I mean, to no, get the license is gets yeah. expensive because once you have the license, then you can do visual flying and hire yeah. the plane and get the fuel and do the flights for half a day, a day, whatever you like. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's definitely not. It's not running with sneakers around. The, no, it's not that. It's not, <laughs> it's not cycling with a, with a, with a. Do you want to just get into one of my hobbies instead of inventing a new one? Could we, do you want to just motorcycling? Do you want to, do you want to go motorcycle camping or like, so, or, or, or overlanding? You could buy a four by four and we go overlanding so, together or something. Buy a four by four and just put it in the back of the Tesla. No, a four by four. Not a, oh, you, not, or a quad bike. Oh, we could do oh, quads. Oh, oh yeah. like an SUV. A four <laughs> by four is a truck. Like buy a truck, I was <laughs> suggesting, but. I think, yeah. I think, uh, pilot's license would be cheaper, wouldn't it? Than buying a truck. Yeah. You have way more crack though buying a truck. <laughs> Just back it out front. I called Ford this week to try and test drive a Lightning. Uh-huh. They, and? they don't have any Lightnings on the lath. And when they do, their first they think the first six months of them are they're they're going to be fully they're only doing test drives for people who've actually reserved oh, yeah, them. yeah fair enough so he's like you know it's like it's only 150 dollars to reserve and it's fully refundable but sure. we're only we're only letting people who've reserved orders drive them they think this was fair play to them this was um walnut creek 
might as well shout it out for them doing the right thing. Walnut Creek Ford Motor Dealership. Um, a lot of dealerships right now. I didn't realize this. So there's the MRSP, which is the which is the recommended sales price from the manufacturer. And whenever you buy a car here in the US, you negotiate it less than the MRSP. MRSP is like anchoring, and you basically try and get it for as, as lo- much lower than that as you can. However, uniquely during the pandemic, things with Tesla and things like with this um, uh, Lightning, this F-150 Lightning, they're selling then mo- m- uh, over MRSP. So the manufacturer sets the price, but the dealerships have so much demand they can set whatever they want. And I saw a screen grab of one that is on the lot uh, somewhere in the US here. So the MRSP on them, it was the Lariat version, which is $69,000 MRSP, and it was up for $145,000. So they can, on, they, can sell them, they can sell them for whatever they want because there's so much demand. What do you mean up for $140,000? The, the dealership they, is selling it for $140,000? The dealership is saying MRSP, $69,000, but we're selling it for $145,000 no. now. Yeah. No, they're not selling it. They but, can't do that. But eBay, Walnut maybe. Creek, Walnut yeah. Creek uh, is, well, what they're finding is that people who are, who are getting the first shipment of F-150s are just selling them immediately, flipping them for and flipping them anyway, right. Yeah. So, but what Walnut Creek are doing, this guy I talked to is they're selling them at MRSP. Oh, and and if, you know, it is good what it is. So someone, someone else, someone else can make the profit. It's I, kind of, yeah, you're was, burning was people short term, you know, it's very short term thinking, isn't it? Was it just the Teslas not, and the, and the, the lightnings? I feel like all, I mean, chip shortage, I feel like all, even, even the, all, even the Ford I had, I, um, yeah. Ford, I bought it two years ago. 2016 used ford um it's one of the certified certified used ones which just means that it's been taken care of and serviced regularly they reached out to me about six months after i bought it and offered to buy it back from me i was like okay. same price I, th- I don't even i th- i think yeah, yeah as in i don't we didn't even talk there's like we your your year and mileage and is in demand we'd like to buy it back it was like yeah. That yeah, never yeah. happens. Definitely That's mad. Definitely know? friends around the corner. Just other types of SUV, Fords, other types of cars. They're definitely more expensive, more than the MSRP in general on dealerships. It's not not just EVs and Teslas. Have, really? Have the, oh yeah yeah oh yeah. Like what? Like what cars? Like the uh, the Q7, the Audi Q7 down here in the Peninsula and the Audi dealerships. They're selling Mental. for more than. Ever. That's not the way it usually is though here. No, but it's because of the chip shortage, right? There Mad. are no cars in general, so people Mad. are having to go onto the lots and get whatever they can take, and yeah. people are driving down to LA. To, at least it was like a, a few months ago. I think it may have started settling down, and yeah. also the other side of the, the, the demand side is probably reduced a little bit. But, I mean, who would have called that used cars would be the safest, best <laughs> investment vehicle of the Infl- last two years? Inflation-proof. Yeah, if best. you wanted to avoid inflation and keep your, your it liquid, you can tr- trade it whenever you want by best. a buy a car but the, the tesla from october 2020 is now worth more yeah worth more if i sell it now the, yeah. the car that i that, i'm a genius that's that's, yeah. a, that's an asset you should it's not gonna be like that's, that forever you should trade it while you can yeah and then do what i'll have it buy it buy more expensive you just sit on it forever what are you gonna do yeah sit but, on the cash yeah anyway point is uh asset class also everything you learned growing up incorrect well not everything, everything. don't trust australians that's correct uh no what 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 uh what did you learn growing up yeah um i don't know lots of stuff <laughs> it's it like like i have all these like all these sayings that dad like ingrained in me growing up like um why don't we address some of them one of them's like don't stop don't stop running until you've crossed the line 
that was like one you know like a racing analogy which is like people slow down before the line often and lose it in the last i remember okay. i last a race when i was like six and uh I, I i believe it or not i used to be very fast when i was young um and we had a class race and and I think everyone thought I would win it and I came second. And his thing was, yeah, that's a good lesson for you. Don't stop running till you cross the line. And like, it's something he says. It's always, it's like something that he says really regularly, really yeah. regularly. Like, yeah. don't stop running across the line. Um, which is one, and you know, and, and hard work pays off. And like, just those things that, uh, they're just like ingrained in you, you know. They become well, your mantras. They become yeah. your principles, without, your without core even, driving forces. They're the things that you fall back on when you're in yeah. doubt. You're like, yeah. oh, I stopped running there. That was my fault. Yeah. Or if I'm going for something, I'm like, keep going, keep going, keep yeah. going. You know, yeah. like that thing. Yeah, yeah. The uh, super ingrained. Without really addressing, are they actually the right? Is that true them. anymore? You don't yeah. question them. You don't question them because you have to have some base truth somewhere that someone yeah. ingrained in you. And that's what, what are it's your the conscious, ones? your parents are your conscious. Uh, I think the, the like 99% perspiration yeah. definitely one that's been ingrained where did that come I, from i mean mum will quote it from obviously i'm talking about you know parental ingrained yeah but mum will quote einstein but i'm not sure it was einstein i'm sure it was you know yeah but it's uh yeah success 99 percent perspiration one percent inspiration admittedly that one percent inspiration is probably you know it's like the engineer who gets paid forty thousand dollars you know thirty nine thousand nine hundred dollars to to know exactly where to put the x yeah you know it's like, i don't it's know that, what you're talking about you know that you know that that the kind of um yeah, anyway, the 1% inspiration is not to be underestimated, but yes, the principle is meant to be yeah. 99% perspiration, no matter yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah. No, yeah. Anything work hard-based. I do yeah. wonder, though, whether that's a... I mean, I don't wonder. I think it's true. But there is some element of middle-classness yeah. about the... Just yeah, keep, yeah, going, yeah. keep going, yeah, keep, keep going. Yeah, keep going, keep going, keep building. If you're not making ground, you're losing ground. All of that yeah, stuff. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a race, real. it's a rat, it's a thing. Don't yeah. stop Don't stop to think about whether you're doing the right thing or not. Yeah. <laughs> don't try to like focus on leverage things. Don't like, you know... Yeah. Don't worry yeah. about about uh, you know passive income, all the stuff that you pick up on later. No, no, no. So don't worry about networking and like who you know. No, no. It's just it's just keep at it. No yeah, matter what going, it is, grind, head down, grind, grind. Stop head looking down. up, grind. Head yeah. down. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, yeah, I think yeah, it is interesting to think about. But this the the um, inflating the appreciating asset that is a car like it'll probably more likely go back to the normal of depreciating depreciation with a car for sure however um it is interesting because you know there will be people kids a certain generation for this period i'm going to say like for the next five ten more years who grow up with that being their norm that is the thing that is what cars do i'm not sure so what i think i think very quickly we've talked about it you've we might not have talked about it in the podcast but you've talked to me about it in the past is um What's really interesting is the like the the uh, how cars are getting on the phone cycle, where like Apple is going to sell more iPhone 14s than they've sold ever any other brand thing, and what they'll do is they'll have a slightly better camera, and it yeah. will be the battery will be a little bigger, and the 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 deltas are smaller, but they're frequent. Yeah. Um, so so like you you know um like my ford is the 2016 model when the new when it changed to this i think it changed in 2015 or 2016 and it was on that like 2022 um and of course there were changes we just didn't know about them they changed some seals i'm sure that weren't working properly and like maybe one of the suspension things was like they changed the struts and things like that that you just never know about just different yeah, years it gets that kind of made it better and better and better things, yeah yeah, yeah. Incremental. And you always want to buy with a truck or a car like that you want to buy the last model of that era because it's perfect before they you know make Change advancement but mess it up again yeah except what happens with a tesla which you're seeing increasingly is like does it have the 
two six seven oh batteries what you know the batteries what are the, the different and the, the new ones that are being made in texas or the better ones and the the one which, that bonnie made the, well no bonnie doesn't make the new better ones does he? he makes the older ones no he makes the new ones i thought i asked him does he make the new ones i think oh, he doesn't he, do it in his factory we don't know the numbers no he doesn't they they don't make the car in the factory but the 46 ah, whatever they are the 46 the whatever's what bonnie are they, 40, does 46 16 42 give them a name that you can remember anyway that battery type yeah. The larger cell that has less, less uh, basically uh, uh, overhead. Yeah. Um, the cars that are coming out of Austin yeah. are the ones that have the new one, the ones that are coming out of Berlin. But even those plants, because they're not battery plants, right? They're the car plants. So it's the actual battery plants that are making them and they're shipping them all over the world. Okay. So, yeah. so but, but even things like that, the fact that you know the feet, like I would, if I was buying a Tesla, I would want to buy it with the yeah, new yeah, cell packs. The platform. You and want then the new it's like, which screen does it have? Is it the portrait or the landscape? And does yeah, it have yeah. the, so like, I, I don't know. I think cars, I think cars will become wor- even more. I think they'll depreciate quicker, no? Um, yeah, yeah, good question. I don't know. So I think a couple, a couple of things at play. One is I think the phones went onto the, car model not the other way around i think the cars yeah. the teams who who worked out planned obsolescence like it will stop working within five years to, in, to make sure you buy a new car we will definitely have a you know an off off year where you'll have one model then you'll have the next full platform up rev yeah like that that cadence of consumerist kind of model making is the car yeah. or the original auto model i think phones have jumped onto that in this kind of hill climb but when the iphone first came out it wasn't yeah. it was a genuine disruptive inflection and i think that's what we're seeing with electric electric versus combustion is on this inflection where you'll see appreciation you'll see you actually you're scared of getting this model exactly to your point because you know just around the corner there's another one it's the same with phones pcs anything that was hyper accelerant technology you're always afraid of getting it because around the corner is a new one and that's what you're seeing with cars right which is a really good signal for like demand and progress and yeah demand and progress but does it not mean it it goes against uh, you, you I mean, it laptops goes against, don't it, appreciate appreciation. And yeah, phones yeah, yeah. don't appreciate. It, you know, it, yeah. it does. Except that at the same time, you've got this software upgradeability story. Yeah, which I think is really yeah, interesting that's for sure. As yeah, yeah. toe in um, first. Yeah, you can't go wrong with your first one. Doesn't matter which one it is. Can't really go wrong. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Except yeah. if you buy the Gen One Ford F one fifty, I can't wait to see what major problem happens with that. One. I can't wait. Right? To see. I mean, it's going to be huge. Something's. I mean, they're just it's their 100%. first generation. It's going to be something's going to happen. Like it'll fail. There'll be some flaw that. You know, if you get in a certain type of accident, you die or it blows it'll, up. It'll be, it'll be on be, flames. One of the batteries will explode. You Everything know, will be will on happen. fire. Everything yeah. will be on fire. It's like the Rivians. The Rivians, have you seen the, some of the reviews, some of the 1,000-mile no. reviews? They've no. definitely started falling apart. Really? <laughs> like, the panels are just coming off. And like, like, it's, <laughs> it's literally the first 1,000 cars, right? I did also, watch, I've uh, started seeing the, the S's. Have you started seeing the, the R1S's no. around? No. So the actual SUVs? Uh, down here, there's someone. Oh, there's yeah, because you're of people in the area work. for it, right? You're in it's the... amazing. The T's yeah. are everywhere. There's literally a street with about four R1 T's, the truck, the flatbed trucks, yeah, like in a row or something. There's just a cluster of ex Teslas <laughs> who are all in Rivian now around the corner, right? Because they're all the Rivian folks are all ex Tesla S3 yeah. folks. Now, what yeah. happened? The Model S team went to do Rivian, and the Model Three team went to do Lucid, or the other way oh. around. Lucid looks amazing, by the way, yeah, if you doesn't. can afford to spend billions of dollars <laughs> yeah. on, a, on an electric car. No, no, who went where? I think the threes went, maybe the other way, maybe the threes went to review. Anyway, they, they all basically on bulk just went off oh. to a different to, to the other companies. Um, but now I've started seeing the, the SUVs and they look lush, like they, they're yeah. big and gorgeous yeah. and you can yeah. see it. You can see it. Yeah, it's it looks great. It's brilliant. Yeah. You know, as long as it's another apart. eight years from now, everyone, the majority of people will have, in, the, yeah, in California, everyone. will have EVs. 
everyone you know range you just need to crack like 400 500 and you'll be brilliant you brilliant. you did you were stressing over the range when we were away on the weekend uh, yeah, not stressing you weren't stressing i was aware but like it. it was a thing you were thinking about and we had it timed out at one stage and it wasn't charging and you were outside faffing with it and then yeah. you were making sure you'd enough to get home and i was like i just don't think about it. i never think of course, I, of course even if i'm down to five like down to like five percent i'm not worried about getting home ever totally totally it is definitely a thing especially when you're going somewhere new up a hill like you do think about elevation i love that you were even saying that though like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it was uphill the whole way here so on the way back it should be easier yeah yeah, yeah. what are you talking about that's right that's right because (laughs) there's elevation but because there's it's harder to get the car up so usable electricity but also on the way back you've got regen and it's like it kind of makes up for it but a trusting the estimator. I'm getting much more trusting the estimator. Yeah. Um, and B just like for new areas, just becoming aware of it. The yeah. main thing is on the other end, knowing that you've got a place to charge it on. Yeah. Home, to. Even if it's a regular home plug. What happens if you run out on the side of the road? You you literally press a button on the screen and Tesla people come. And how much does that cost? I don't want to find out. I don't want to know. It's is too it, much. Is it? Is it more than two hundred and fifty bucks type thing? Probably. Uh, no, I can't imagine it's more. Uh, I I don't. I don't know. I honestly. What do they know. do? They tow you, or do they, or do they charge do they you on come the spot? With a juice I feel pack? like okay. I feel like some people charge you on the spot, but even the, that juice pack takes a while, right? So I think I think it's I think there's both options. Mostly get towed. It must the, the, happen reasonably frequently, does it not? I'll tell you where it happens the most uh, on the I eighty going up to Tahoe in winter, in a snowstorm <laughs> on that when thing. the battery's cold because the range drops, is it? cold uphill traffic snarl and you'll just see like <laughs> model threes just parked really up the side of this oh thing. no oh yeah, no yeah, yeah it's bad which makes you go hey if you're what do you looking- do then because it's not like you can nip to the garage and get five dollars of gas what do you they do? all get towed and yeah yeah it's a tow story yeah that's and the thing that we figured out when i asked you what was the puncture policy if you get a flat tire on one they don't have they don't have a spare tire no. They don't have run flat tires like no. BMWs have where you can just get to the garage. Yeah. You're literally flat tire, you're stuck on the side of the road. Yeah. You just have you have to be able to get help. So Fine. they're like a yeah, but they, they're not the right car for someone who wants to be no. independent. Like if you're out in the sticks, no. they're not Which the car for that. Are all they? the more reason the Rivian's interesting because it's pitched as the out in the sticks, but it's got less range than this car. That's mad. So, exactly. How could well, you be out in the wilderness doing doing same. overlanding in Colorado That's and you're it. like I've got like 80 miles of range. Just That's so you know, it, right. You could so, basically go around the campground a few times. So, so you see the ones right. where they're going out in Arizona and doing actual yeah. four-wheel driving. Yeah. I'm like, how did you get there and where's the nearest supercharger? Yeah. Also, that's the other thing with the Rivians and the Fords. Whose network are you using? Because you're not using Teslas, which is a real like well, godsend. It's a, I get it. I, get, I, I believe that the Tesla um, supercharging um, network is the best network. But there's it's the only one that's not standardized. There's a standard EV charging network right like as in a like like the like using outlets in the house there's a standard ev charging plug type and all of those are grouping together right forward and all those folks are all saying so it's actually a bigger network than the tesla one i agree the tesla one's better but it's actually technically a bigger network there's loads of places to charge no uh no so there's there's um there are private companies like ChargePoint that are doing ChargePoints. There are definitely standardized connectors. There's two or three, and the Tesla one just has like a plug where you, so we can use ChargePoint in Tesla. Yeah, you, you do plug a, little, da- a little adapter. But it's not as though you've got a network where 
you know when you're driving around you can reserve the freeways, a spot or whatever you yeah. can you plug in and there's 30 of them and you're banked it's like can you book a spot you, with tesla do you do you know when you get there there'll be a spot you can see it clearly what's empty and what's not as you will okay. before you're driving and all that sort of stuff and your preconditions it's very very seamless part of the the navigation experience but um it's the the charge point and those private networks are all in hotel parking lots and there's two or yeah. three z's or it's in the local like it, at your work yeah, two or three grocery store it's, or whatever yeah it's not on the freeways to actually do those trips right they're going to build them that's going to happen but right now what's charging is... etiquette can you take one out of another person's car can you tell if someone's car is fully charged you can you just look in the screen they, they also no, get on, you... on there and like can you see from the handle if you walk up to someone else's car can you tell if you're being a jerk by stealing their charger because what if you, it's charged and it's still plugged in you look at their screen so all the screens stay okay. lit and shows you the charging on their in thing. their window you can in see how window. charged yeah, it is yeah, yeah yeah you look in their screen and the etiquette is well look a you get uh, you get fined you get more money you get more dollars extra kind of fees if you leave your car longer after it's charged that's all automatically done okay um, and B, most of the time people, there's nothing around the charges. So it's not like people plug it in and go, see ya. And then oh, go, they're not hanging out at the gas station and getting burgers and stuff. There's not much. Go- there is sometimes there is a bit, but you kind of go, go for a walk, get that thing and you come back. So people are trying to get, still get somewhere. Yeah. People are trying to get somewhere. Yeah. So they're not, not too incentivized to yeah. loiter. But it's definitely a thing. It's definitely an issue. And Do people when- steal charge though? They do. They, they, they come up, do the jerk thing, plug them in. You can't because because there's slots, right? So you have to move the cart in order for uh, that to work. I would manage. Does it reach if you <laughs> like if you if you t-bone them in? Like if you kind of pull it right behind, can you squeeze? Can you if squeeze you can pull it, it right behind, then you might as well use the empty slot that you just squeezed in because that will have a charge board with it. You don't need to. Uh, you should definitely not get a Tesla. Uh, <laughs> with my, just, it would be a cyber truck. truck. I just roll over that car. <laughs> I just park on that car and use Maybe. the charger. Use two so, chargers. Can you can you dual charge them? I would take two out. Is <laughs> one there on any... each side. <laughs> just, just give me the charge. Yeah. Uh, Segway uh, to Apple. Yeah. That was the big, big uh, WWDC uh, this week, but specifically yeah. cars. Do you reckon what we saw in yeah. Apple CarPlay yeah. is essentially the Apple Car? Like there they is no Apple actual car. They did it's that on just, purpose. It's just the so Apple give, give Context. So so what's WWDC? Tell me what it stands for. It's the Web Worldwide, World, Worldwide, Developer, Worldwide Developer Conference that Mark has right. actually spoken on. And obviously I haven't. Let's, I well, haven't, you should have. You would have part of it. You, you but I'm open to an opportunity to talk, your about, company, to talk about charging your, etiquette. Your products were were just, were were featured as yeah. they do, yeah. Uh, as part of well, iPad, was it an iPad launch? No, it was a uh, um, a couple of iPad launches when they launched new iPads. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, so, and one of the amazing things that they previewed was just like Google I/O did with Android Auto and Fairness, which is not just CarPlay in what we know it to be, which is when you when you walk in either via Bluetooth or a plug. It reflects your phone, but in a way that makes it really native to the cars in the little yeah. screen. But a complete takeover of the car yeah. OS, yeah. including the speedo and the radio and the screen that's behind. You can the, adjust the air conditioning from it. You can, you know, all the stuff we talked it's, about. It's what what, uh, but well, it's what Mercedes have already done in their beautiful EQ Seven thing. It's essentially what Tesla have in their OS. It's what everyone wants to do. Yeah. Not like everyone needs to own the full OS and. So what Apple was the stat I sent you? Seventy nine percent of Americans would would not buy a car if it didn't have Apple Play a CarPlay in it. With zero asterisks on who was asked what. No, based I know. On we, what, I mean, which yeah, we don't know how many. We don't know what the end value was, etc. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the stat I mean, came from the Apple Apple launch. 
I frequently, frequently see people on Twitter saying, I still can't believe Tesla doesn't have Apple CarPlay. Yeah, or did yeah, they yeah. announce that they might recently or something? Like, uh, I'm not the only person in the world no, who no, thinks no, it's mad that they course, don't. Of course, and, it's the first thing you think of. When you walk into a brand new yeah. when you walk into, into a brand new car and you think it's a tech-forward car, you think, hang on, I need the tech thing that I was using in my other cars. Yeah. The, there are clear strategic reasons not to do it, but if they do do it... I get the strategic reasons not to. Yeah. I just think it's nuts. Yeah. That they, I, I, I think... I think the convenience outweighs it. Yeah, just it's anti-user, it just, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah. I mean, if you were Musk right now, letting letting Cook or Pinchai into your OS is yeah, I get it. I get it. So I think especially yeah. at the rate they're going, like they're going hard, right? So I can't wait till they bring a car out. It's going to be amazing. Well, I mean, my my current thought is Google have already brought their car out. It's the Polster yeah. Two and Polster Three, and the Polster yeah. Three that they've just essentially the most deeply integrated Android yeah. Auto to the same level integration that. You just saw on this on this theoretical car display yeah. with with uh, Apple, and what yeah. you're about to they're about to announce is are the cars coming up. There's going to be one or more models of next cars that have the level of integration that Apple does to so the same same sort of screens to Apple's yeah. like you know UI requirements. So I feel like the Apple car that we always thought was going to happen is not actually Apple's own car, but it's the OS in someone else's car, just like Google, the kind of exactly. Google model for it, which is they, which they is don't great. Have- they don't have to bring out a car. I mean, if you can take over the car market with your OS without re- producing a car, wouldn't that be fantastic? Like, so it's all you without need. the overhead of actually manufacturing it's, a car. It's everything. You get all the benefits. You get the ad yeah. space. You get the lock-in OS. You get the app or ecosystem. You get. But I still think they'll bring one out. I still Maybe. think they'll bring one out. I do. I do. What, yeah. what, what, what I did think, my, the instant thought I had was like Apple are notorious for and well-known and for good reason for having incredibly strict design ecosystem guidelines and frameworks for anyone who wants to build into their thing if you want to build on an iphone here's the sdk here's what you can and can't do it's militant and it's for a reason it's good for the user because it's you know back back consistent experience Mm -hmm. imagine the design guidelines for the car manufacturers that apple have instilled to go this is what we believe cars need to do with no previous yeah. experience in cars yeah. or driving them or something but here's exactly <laughs> what you need to make here's how big your screens need to be and here's the space yeah like you I just bet it's imagine how militant it is to go it's this or nothing this or the highway good luck you, know, <laughs> you want to be an apple car or not see ya love it you can that imagine. would be yeah that would be cool in fairness they're also copped a fair bit of flack because um part of the the lashback has been the amount of distraction because it's basically not just it the is middle hard. screen. Even, even when they were announcing it, I was struggling to read it all in the time that they gave. That it was on screen, and then I was like, "What is that thing?" And then, "Where's the speedometer?" Oh, but I can see six hertz. What's hertz? You know, because all this stuff. And then, it's yeah. like a full a wraparound screen yeah. and the whole thing. And yeah. admittedly, everything was dark, etc. So it was just highlighting the screens. But part of the rationale of Tesla's model is complete distraction-free and just that yeah. centerpiece. It has yeah. its own drawbacks because you have to divert your attention to do things, but yeah. you're not looking at anything anywhere else. And, and there is something interesting about that. So The best thing they announced at that at that WWDC this year, though, for me, was Go. now. Well, call it. what do you think? Uh, what did they announce? That was uh, the Air M2. It's your chips. Uh, no, your chips. I don't care. I care about it. What? No, they're the boring models. They've done the. Oh. M- they've announced the new M2. So we should go okay. through it. The M2, the second generation of the M1, the yeah. Apple Silicon. They brought the M2 out, and same as it with the M1, they did it in the in the Air first. They brought in yeah. a new Air, which isn't an Air anymore. It's not skinny anymore, and they put it in the really confusing. 13 inch MacBook Pro, which has still got the touch bar on it. So I don't know who that's for, but anyway, so the next, it, but the ones they launched this fall, the M2 
14 inch and 16 inch MacBook Pros are the ones to look out for because they'll have the okay, ultra trips in them. So, but what was the, your favourite? Whoa, 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 whoa. Forget about hardware. It's software. What's the best bit of software they announced? Um, it's definitely not the WebKit support. Oh, it is WebKit support on Safari. No, I mean, that's no. a good one. That's a good oh, one. Okay, okay. No, not that one. I mean, I'm not going to go with the obvious iOS 16 upgrades with a lock screen. Uh, is, no, not the, not the lock screen. You're, you're, on to the, you're on the right track, though. Well, well, the thing I love the most, obviously, is the object extraction out of photos. I know na- you love natively. that one. That that's, that's all I want. I, so I, they I'm have a new feature going. where if you've got like a dog in a picture, you take a photo of a dog and you want to be able to grab just the dog, you can put your finger on the dog and it will pull just the dog out of the photo and you can send that picture of the, just the dog. And Rami it's, was like, "Amazing! It's well, amazing. it's not. It's not, ama- it's not amazing. It's basically from 15 years ago. From no, every, I know. Yeah, from every magic wand in Photoshop. Where I used to have to go to Photoshop and then to slides. And blah. I'm like, someone just put it in PowerPoint. Someone just put it in slides. And then Apple have gone. We'll just do it in the photo we'll editor do that. and, and yeah. kill. Basically, this was this was the great. It was. Uh, it, it, what were the memes? Were essentially every everything that was launched. Every was another, photo app was, was another yeah. startup that was getting killed. Oh, absolutely. Basically, what was the other the the other one was yeah go on the so the 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 meme that I saw was the you know the Facebook you report in when there's a um, disaster that happens natural disaster yeah uh, and the meme and the meme was just checking in from WWC that I'm safe from being murdered by my startup being murdered by Apple <laughs> just just because like, they so did another fun. one a lot of there's a there's loads the of startups if you look in the app store there's loads for using your iphone as a camera to there connect to your so there this isn't go. my favorite feature either but what do they call it camera native or something or continuity what? camera continuity Con- camera continuity where you can use your iphone you can put it up at an angle and you, you put it up in front of your screen and it will through the magic of the internet through wirelessly connect with your meetings so that you can do facetime using your better lenses that you have on your camera What's really cool, though, is they use the, the, the fisheye lens so you can capture your desk as well. Yeah. The thing I thought, so, so just for context, there's, there's three cameras on your, on your iPhone. And when you're looking through them, they look flat like this. But really, one of them's almost 300. It's like 270 degrees of view on one of them, field of view on it. The fisheye fish lens. So what they've done is they're able to show your face on a call. But you can also use another camera to show your desk in front of you. My immediate thought was, oh, my God, there's going to be so, like so many calls where people are not wearing any pants or something like that. Where I mean, that's, I immediately panicked and I don't even use this feature and never will. I immediately panicked for all the people who are inadvertently flashing people by accident love, on I these calls. That. Right? I love that. So a couple of things about it. One. Um, I spent the first year of the pandemic just using my phone for yeah. meetings. Yeah, I remember the, the whole Nuts. time. I just Nuts. I, I put it was brilliant. Like it makes some. It was I way it. way better than any of the other cameras that, that I had. It was just great. The only thing was, I was using the selfie cam, which is not as good as the reverse right. cam. And all I wanted was a way to. And hey presto, they've done that and they've done it through. The, so that's all they've done. Kind of Nate is just made that slightly better. I'm still stuck, and my phone is now gone, and I can't use my phone to text. You still can't like, see it and stuff. Which doesn't doesn't. But it's good. But, but, Bell but can have brought out little attachments and stuff. It'll be much easier to just click it in and out and stuff. That was my favorite on. bit though. The yeah. attachment they showed as part of the yeah. launch looked yeah. like the tackiest hardware bought on amazon the three dollar thing i've ever seen i'm like somebody 3d printed this for us such a rush job <laughs> i'm like two and a half years into the pandemic and you've brought out i know what exactly like a 3d printed like two dollar gidget 
Yeah. And, and but another more startups gone. I was like, all those little startups that are trying to get your camera gone. on your phone to work better with Zoom and stuff, they're all we gone. Should, you know? We should do yeah. like a sound effect every time we do a startup kind of <laughs> ecosystem. <laughs> go, yeah. go, yeah, gone. Or like, <laughs> the one, the one, I th- yeah, that's it. <laughs> gone. I think the one that I enjoyed them going is yeah. um, the collaboration software that everyone absolutely pissed themselves. Did you see that? The the one where the the voice to dictation where you can jump in and out where you're typing and then talking and no, no no the the collaborative the collaborative uh well the collaborative whiteboarding so fig jam i don't know if you use fig jam or looms or any of those like collaborative oral but yeah 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 any of those ones so those yeah. collaborative or like whimsical has a has a collaborative an opening one yeah. so especially for yeah, just collab whiteboarding so yeah. as part of facetime they've created or looks like a net new app which is essentially a, a facetime extension that allows oh, you to I do i see that i watched the whole thing and i missed that yeah everyone okay. everyone's blowing up because there are a number of like startups that got created in the last two years that are focusing on remote work yeah and this is clearly a space and apple have gone we're just yeah, gonna sit let's on do it for that. two years that let's sounds do like that. a great it's a lot and they're always they're always there last and do it best to be fair they i mean because they own the ecosystem they're just like they can just do you it can better do, you can do whatever you but want. we still haven't talked about my okay, favorite wait, feature wait, wait. this is so a great far. this is fun this is fun. it this is, is ios fun. 16 though yeah uh favorite feature in ios 16 is not the lock screen where they they um put the people first which is a hat tip to their ar right we'll talk about that in a second um is it uh the password manager the web pass manager where no wallet, i'm wallets... locked in on one password no we're good no. i'm okay staying no you're with done our... you're done no, mate you're done I mean, no, I'm this, okay. is, this is going to take over so what they've done with pass keys is essentially stolen the web3 concept of wallets and they've gone yeah we can we can do that too uh but and we're just going to do it on the iphone google's doing that, that too that's the thing we talked about a couple of weeks ago that's the f, f- whatever they call it it's a, it's it, yeah fa it, pardon it's not not two fa it's uh it was another standard they uh i don't know i mean i don't yeah i don't think it's proprietary is what i'm saying i think theirs is uh, well oh. uh it's it's basically a hardware wallet it's saying yeah. that it's your phone identity and you'll use that to unlock stuff so ah. it's a it's it's I, I think that's the model okay i don't know which, about it. i which did ba- see the thing i saw stripe was on there I saw that they did a bit of a contactless device to device payment. So just and, we just just yeah. quietly. So one of the things that so, so some, there are some definitely some good uh, fintech <laughs> bombs that came through. Three of them. One that we're involved with, and we're the primary partner. So you yeah. can now use your phone as the card reader when yeah. you want to pay either with your phone, another phone, or your card, just your contactless card. Instead so of Square, you would have had to have had a piece of hardware before from Square or someone where you'd plug it in through your uh, lightning connector and swipe a card or 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 have a contactless. You'd plug it in and have a contactless just, thing. Just, just the long game here. It. Ten years ago, Square yeah. has gone, we're just going to create this little $12 widget and we're going to slot it in your, at the uh-huh. time, 3.5 mil jack, right? Yeah. So you can swipe Oh, you used to go in through your headphones. Okay, yeah. You used to go through your headphones way back when, at the top of the phone, right? Or yeah. the iPad. That was square but that was genius right yeah. and, it was, and you swipe it or you tap and they've gone we're gonna wait till we first get nfc then we're gonna and then we're gonna add the carry the one now let's go and then now like, phone to phone how, and now what well, phone to phone or card to phone or whatever so yeah. they just cut cut out but it's not even about the the hardware it's the rest of the ecosystem because yeah. they now have got their own card they're like yep. skipping a jump from getting into payments and i see so they're, they're doing more financing they're doing they're doing they're doing bnpl what? 
Yes. The NPS. So, that, so you're going to do your three things. That yeah, was the one. Three, What's the other the, one? The three yeah. fintechs. So, so, yeah. so that was one. The second, the big bombshell was BNPL, which yeah. is another like uh, startup graveyard. But this isn't just startups. This is 20, 30, 40 billion dollar startups like Affirm, Afterpay, Klarna. What's BNPL? BNPL is the big fat in fintech of the last year, year and a half um, called Buy Now, Pay Later. It's effectively a loan, but not straight up a loan. It's a way to do old-fashioned laybys, but you literally get the product now and you do installments of four or three or six fixed fixed installments. It's been over forever, time. right? I mean, I remember that 20, fifteen years ago when we were, you know, someone I mean, buying a TV from. It's Best called laybuy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go into a store and you laybuy. Sometimes, but you, you take to... it home that day. You take the TV home that day. Correct. And you're on the hook to pay Correct. payments. Yeah. Correct. Interest free. Interest free. Yeah. White goods. Interest free. Big box uh, retail yeah. been happening forever. The difference here is they did it via e-commerce and they did it as a fintech solution, which is once they know your record, once they know the contents yeah. of the product, once they know the merchant, super safe lending. The yeah. risk, yeah, it's much much safer lending. The, yeah. the, the the risk model is the ticket, and they somehow they kind of. Um, it's not about a loan, so it's not. Uh, I wish I knew the, the details, but it's not exactly classed as a um, as a financial instrument, as a financial loan. Long story short, a whole bunch of startups got bought by got bought by Block. Some got bought by Amazon, partnering with some and so on. One massive Australian one, Afterpay, is one that got by by Block or formerly Square, forty five billion, like substantial startups that, that got what bought. What was the sound we make? <laughs> As Apple comes along and goes, if we if we just add this button, yeah, uh, like I, yeah. I swear it was a UI designer who just went, "There's Apple Pay," and if we just went mm-hmm. Apple Pay later and just turn one figure into four, you can imagine figures, like the, the Figma markup. Did, that's it. What about this button? They're like, okay, yeah. let's do it. And it's like, yeah, just, this year we'll learn more money from that than we did AirPods. It's <laughs> like, just amazing. <laughs> so that entire now look, obviously it's a single platform. It's not on the web, but it's like it kind of is because you can do Apple. So look, that's a whole thing. Number um, three. And then the third one is much closer to us. So as part of Apple Pay, they're now started, which is what a lot of the BNPLs have been doing. They're trying to become essentially super apps for consumers. Uh-huh. So what you do is once you buy something with a BNPL provider like Afterpay or Klarna or, or Affirm, you now have their app and you can see all of your orders. You can see mm-hmm. where they're up to. You can refund and return them. You can engage. You can continue to shop and discover other merchants like it. So this becomes a consumer entry point. You kind of back end to a consumer surface. And Apple have now introduced a order tracking setup for Apple Pay. And they're partnered with a couple of platforms to get that Why content that from your purchaser. Because that introduces a whole nother vector for shopping. So if you now own the consumer for post-purchase, yeah. order tracking, now refunds, you now can do instant credit for returns, you now can do reshopping, uh, product okay. recommendations. You now, so it's, okay. If you own, so, so one of the big pieces of BNPL was, and one of the reasons people paid for it, one step back, Card networks will pay money and, and discount the cost of exchange rate interchange um, if you give them product line information. It's called L2, L3 information. Uh-huh. The more details you give, the less the card networks will charge you because uh-huh. then they now have information to lend you at different rates and have the risk profile right. much more because they know the details of the product. Data is king. So BNPL, one of the best things for that and why the model really works is that it requires you to have that that data. And so it's for the other side of the network, it's a really beneficial pull. Okay. And now Apple is the same. For you to get that consumer experience, they now need to get that data from the merchant, the okay. product line, the product line details. Sure. What's the product? How much does it cost? You now have spending behavior at the line item granularity. 
not Beautiful. just the rough category but the detail and they've more data on the individual's buyer yeah. as well because they get to track it in post-purchase on okay. everything and now okay. you have like a gateway to do shopping so it's a huge ecosystem story that um everyone's watching intently is very close to the sort of stuff i'm working uh-huh. anyway that's fintech we're no, still not close to your favorite ios 16 you're feature, not anywhere close no none of those are my favorite features for the iphone what's the uh, new my new favorite feature your new favorite feature for the iPhone is audio dictation. No, no uh, it is, it is, it is, um, it's iMessage, isn't it? It's reading, yep. it's, it's um, unread. It's marking a message as unread, isn't it? It's not marking a message unread. It's editing a sent message oh, that's or, right. or deleting a sent message. There we go. There we How go. many, since, since I got my first Nokia yeah. and, and I was, complaining about someone to someone else and sent it to that person by accident because it was like ever and i was like oh god oh god they're in your mind ever since that like in the 90s i've been like I, you have to be able to recall messages delete messages and edit messages and yeah. how annoying is it to always do the little star you know they gave Stop. the perfect example Stop. hey gabe hey you know hey babe hey babe can you meet me tomorrow and he was and then he edits it to hey gabe like there's loads of times when yeah, yeah, you text ducks. someone and it's just Everyone wrong. Loves ducks. And Everyone loves yeah, ducks. yeah, exactly. Yeah. For duck's sake, yeah. uh, you know where you can edit it, like edit a text message, yay. Delete a text message, yay. About yeah. time. I do like the markers on red as well, but that's that's a yeah, yeah. firm I, third. You I know? should have known. I should have known it was an edit, edit message. It's basics. Story. It's basics, but it's it's just like it's, it's just like game changing, game changing. <laughs> Twenty years later, more. It's so yeah. sad. I mean, there is. I did have a moment this week with that where I, um, kind of flashed forward to Apple being the corporation x yeah i did have a moment where they're so like lock in between the the password wallet hardware the state they're so systematic and staged in the way they approach tech stack build i want to talk about ar in a second in you're in fintech you're in the car yeah you're you you, we're excited about it editing a message not because it doesn't exist it's existed at many other platforms because we're stuck messaging on their platform and we just want their platform and it's like come on and, and they can not give it to us because they know we have to use it anyway. It, I really did have this sense of they've locked it in. They're locking it in so much. I, I don't have the same sense of Corporation X from others. Maybe Google Google is just a brand. But but there is such a lock-in effect in Apple right now that's making me, making me a little nervous. It's just the constant ecosystem. I don't know that they're specifically targeting enterprise and things. I, I just think it's all about just expand on every front, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, expand yeah. the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. Any, it's yeah. all, it's, all reinforcing. The cheeky stuff they're doing is getting a real evil. The, the ad stuff, they decimated entire direct-to-consumer ecosystem. Like <laughs> the fact that they did the Apple, the ATT, the, the app tracking story and made everyone confirm they want to be tracked and every yeah. Facebook user 37 and then smashed said, Absolutely everyone's not. earnings there this year was a killed, disaster all killed, year with earnings goals. killed Facebook and yeah. the thing for me is that like it killed Facebook killed the earnings it made ads way more expensive because they're basically less targeted and therefore less effective so it's probably worth explaining that we're talking jargon so um what are you talking about what did Apple do and what how did it affect Facebook <sighs> They are they are the evil one in this scenario. So, um, well, from your perspective, Apple, Apple gave everyone a heads up a little while ago as part of iOS 14. What they were going to do was um, basically ask users um, in their install when they turn an app on um, whether they are okay with that app sharing information with other apps or not. So you might in- have noticed you got that little notification to say. 
just to let you know this app has been tracking you in the background leave it on turn it off just brings it to the front and you you know that message that basic message is how it how it showed up right and and, and it's not it's not just tracking in the background it's it's share the information with, with, with other apps right. so it's it's do, do you allow me to share this information or not so like this was the most profound um, way that ads in particular were able to develop info so other apps would feed information ultimately back to Facebook, less so Google, but ultimately Facebook in order to develop a profile on you. So when you when you're Personalized on Instagram, apps. Yeah. when you're on Instagram, you got ads that were more likely to you. When this was getting like announced, and Apple gave a lot of heads up. So in like a couple of years ago, when it's getting announced, it was an absolute tear through, and it still is an absolute tear through panic code reds through all the orgs. And I remember seeing UXR. Like Google's one thing, but also so UXR from Instagram where they would do tests of people and what they would do. And it was like 30% drops of people who would just not do this targeting. And, you know, they've now put UI screens on, on Instagram that tell you why you should hit yes on the next screen when it pops up. <laughs> and it's like this. And no one does it because of trust and because they're worried about it. But ultimately what it does is it reduces the amount of signal that Facebook or any ad surface has in order to serve you more personalized ads. When the ads are less personalized, they are less effective. You click on them less. And when you click on them less, basically you have to get shown more ads in order to get the same sort of click-throughs. Long and behold, the ads in general are more expensive to put on, to buy ads. If you are trying to sell the new shorts on Instagram, they now cost you more. The vast, and, and what this created, like on the ads ecosystem, we talk about ads being evil and we talk about ads kind of you know littering and so on. But I really do believe that ads being targeted and being valuable is super good as a consumer. It's a really, really valuable thing, but it's even better for the ecosystem. So what it did, and it spawned heaps of ecosystems, not least of which were what was known as the direct-to-consumer ecosystem of e-commerce, where I want to create a brand new brand of board shorts. Chubbies is a good example. I don't have to create an online. I don't have to create a shop. I don't even have to create an online shop. I don't create a physical shop. I don't create an online shop. I don't even have to manufacture. I brand it. I design it. I create a logo. I manufacture it offshore. Then I drop ship it. But the first thing I do is run ads on Instagram, really cool video ads that are targeted, and then yep. see the uplift. And as long as I get an ROI on that, we're good to go. Yeah. But they run on such tight margins that the second those ads and yep. the cost of those ads went up, you no longer had viable businesses. And so you had entire ecosystems decimated because Apple, way back when in the food chain, decided to it's, ask users to check if they want to be tracked across apps. It's not that the killed. ads went up though in cost; it was that willingness to pay from advertisers went down. So if you're, it, um, so it's it's if you're just brand, if you're on if you're chubbies and you want to target your ads, and Facebook can only give you a thirty percent confidence that your ad will display to someone who even would buy chubbies you're much less likely to pay for it right isn't that it, it was it was it was the, the reason that their earnings went down was because advertisers spent less money because sorry. targeted advertising was harder so yeah sorry i'm not talking about facebook i'm talking about the people who are the advertisers who are using facebook to create an ecosystem so the actual d2c companies yeah could no longer they no longer had viable businesses because sure. their main acquisition channel were ads and ads right. are so expensive that selling the the board shorts were now not worth it and they had no margin left facebook themselves as a result those people no longer existed on that ecosystem so they just evaporated shopify which is a kind of core stream of ecosystem for ads and small entrepreneurs trying to sell things on there is decimated it's one-fifth of its stock price based right you know based on that and all of the run-on effects were people were buying less ads with facebook because it just wasn't right. viable for them the willingness right. to pay as you say but the, the kind of like boohoo facebook is one thing but 
the 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 real pain was felt by everyone who was using Facebook to create a business, to run a business, right? Yes. And I think that that bit of it is like that's all in Apple. That's all on Apple. And the cheeky bit is I, this. It's interesting. Like, your your perspective is interesting. You're I'm, you've got a very inside tech uh perspective but, on that. I don't know if I I, I I'm certain I don't agree with you on that. It, the, the ads are less targeted; they're worse for the consumer. We can boohoo Facebook all we like, but you've decimated an entire possible ecosystem. Of people who are selling stuff cheaper for the user and net new, so you have less products in the market. But the cheeky, the cheeky, cheeky, cheeky bit is this: Apple talks about privacy, and they did it in the guise of privacy, and they ran ads about privacy because we're a locked ecosystem, and it was in the days of trust where it was antitrust with with everyone to do with. So this was their play, this was a model, and they did it as a privacy story. What do they do is the very next thing? Ads. So the next big thing they're launching, the huge setup they've got is targeted ads and they're asking you for granting that it's specifically on app and Apple surfaces. And it's we've been seeing it for quite a while. That was clearly an area they've been trying to get into. They haven't been that successful. In order to make it work, they had to cut That's amazing. the rest of the app ecosystem down to the That's knees. amazing. And now they're running like entire ad, ad products. They've got ad products on the app store they've got ad products sitting in mac they've got ad products on many of it and that cheek is genuinely making me go you like i don't care about facebook but i do care about everyone else who is trying to make new businesses work and you can't turn around and tell me you've just found another revenue stream and you did all of that just to like yeah that, that's a zero-sum game right i trust apple more than i trust facebook or google though with my data yeah that's probably fair I'm not sure I trust them more than Google, but I trust them. I, I, yeah, you do. I, I, that story is uh, um, probably not based on anything other than brand. Maybe Facebook. <laughs> Maybe Facebook. But yeah. like... It, I mean, it, Facebook it, is a disaster. But but so... Yeah. But Apple's brand is better than Google's brand for data. Google is pretty bad. Google's made some fumbles like App, like Facebook too, uh, you know. Um, In like 2012. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just 10 years ago. Yeah. But yeah, like... Um, I mean, a- Apple kind of doesn't have to have data sharing because they weren't an ads ecosystem first. The beauty yeah. of it is they're going to become an ads. E- they are an app. They're becoming an ads ecosystem. Yeah, I hear it. And you're about to It'd start be interesting getting- to see how that evolves. I mean, it's a risk for them, isn't it? As soon as it's a huge risk. I, I like, you know, they're heavy on neural nets. All their all their ML chips are all on device, and they don't share uh, yeah, learnings yeah. with you know. So sure. I, I do. I mean, it is expensive to be the high trust, high privacy, um, you know, uh, OS. I'm not sure it costs them money to be high trust. I think they were always they're hardware and services, and they're not ads. And so, as long as you're not ads, data is not your play. You you were never no, a data it, business they, model. Oh come on! Where's, what's their data business model? They they do their ML everything. ML is fine, but it's, they're, they're, their business isn't selling data or manipulating data or using data. They've not been to, advertising specifically. Yeah, they're hard hardware and services, right? They're, they're selling earpods that doesn't need data. They're selling phones. It doesn't need data. So, so they could they could easily lean on the map of like where your strengths and weaknesses are. If they win this could, thing, if they win advertising, there that'll be amazing. I mean, that'd be a that'd be that's so impressive, isn't it? I mean, Tim Cook, he's an impressive guy. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's Tim. I think it's a very patient story. Yeah, it'll, it will be amazing. It will be amazing if they win advertising. They just do it, it so well. Yeah. Here's a fun fact. Uh, how much of Apple's um, market cap do you think is attributed to Google? How much would you attribute Apple's market cap to Google? Oh, how much does Google pay 
Apple. Is that what you're saying? Well, that's like part of use it. Use of their services. That's part of it, but what's based on that? What do you think the market cap uh, equivalent is? So there's two. So here's the two ways. I don't know. So this is a great question because I have no okay. idea. Yeah. Two ways that I think Apple could get money from Google is one through like licensing and services and things like that. Whatever, whatever you know, for using maps on their devices and all that sort of stuff. That's one. Two has Apple invested in Google? Does Apple own Google? Uh, a, a significant percentage of Alphabet, do they? I have no idea. I'm sure someone's paid someone. Um, no, it's it's much more direct. So all, I, I, don't, I have no idea. Tell me how me much. I was about to tell you. Uh, so in order for uh, Google search to default when you use Safari, particularly on your phone, just for that alone, Google pays Apple upwards of 19 billion a year <laughs> wow it used to be 12 it used to be like 9 12 the last figure is like 19 so at 19 billion a year of just pure zero margin <laughs> like profit right so it's not revenue it's profit well it must be worth it to google they wouldn't do it if it wasn't profitable. clearly but how much does that translate if you think of it of, of an npv value of profit of 19 yeah. billion a year yeah. So if you look at the market cap, the calcs were done recently. So it's somewhere between like 15 and 19% of Apple's worth is essentially what Google pays to be a search engine. smokes. Is that right? right? That's not right. So if you look at... 19 billion is not nine, significant to Apple. 90 billion. Profit. What's, what's their yearly profit? Um, Apple... Apple gross profit for the 12 months ending 31st of March 2022 was 167 billion. So 28% increase. 10%, yeah. Yeah. 20%, yeah. And why are we saying it's profit? Because it's it doesn't cost anything. It's just it pure. Nothing. It's a default. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah. Like Good job, Apple. One, it's like on the one hand, yeah. So, so like one of the biggest threats has always been: a, will you turn? Will they turn you off? B, will they create their own search engine? And that's been the kind of rumor they're waiting for the search engine. And every time you think, will they do that? In order to create your own search engine, you're about to throw away 15% of your market cap or 90 billion of pure revenue, pure profit a year. Probably not yet. <laughs>